Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Ruff, and, and we're, we're the LinkedIn, LinkedIn Rock Stars. <laughs> hey, we're happy to introduce uh, WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app. It's for, for iPhone and Android. So I on my iPhone and me it. on my Android. Yeah, yeah, we can. It, it solves the problem. It uh, does. It really does. Which hey, app are you going to use? Uh, is it just the current shows, or are you checking out the past episodes as well? Every past episode of Rock the World with LinkedIn and thousands of hours of other archive programming uh, is out there. You know, you can listen to webmasterradio.fm live whenever you like. Absolutely. And so you can download webmasterradio.fm mobile app on the iTunes store or on Google Play. Rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Chat with other LinkedIn gurus and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. Rocking the world with LinkedIn. Mike O'Neill here, your guest, Integrated Alliances. And Lori Ruff is not here. She's on the road, pressing the flesh, teeping in person in the Colorado world out there. I'm, I've got an unbelievable show. I, I, I can really snag in good guests. When you're a speaker, you're on the road. Yeah, pulling these other amazing speakers from the road. And we've been trying to chase down. Sandeep Kapoor for years. He's always on the road. New York, Detroit, Chicago, San Francisco, D.C., Boston, Phoenix. And that was like just the last couple weeks. So when he comes on, pay attention. Sandeep has this, this way about him that just makes it so easy to understand him. So uh, let's, uh, let's go off for a little commercial break here for a moment and dive on in to Sandeep Kapoor on Rock the World with LinkedIn. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 18th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 30th, 2014. 
go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. And Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Well, we're rocking the world with LinkedIn. I'm Mike O'Neill, your host, Integrated Alliances. And guess what? Lori Ruff is not here. She is off on the road doing her big stuff in front of big audiences. You know, she's just in Colorado now. She'll be in Alabama even tomorrow. So uh, Lori's on the road. Check her out. And I fortunately got to go back into into my past a little bit and stir up an awesome guest for this show. Sandeep Kapoor and I met oh, a couple, three, three, four years ago or so. We've been friends all along, and he is one of the world's experts in the digital marketing space. I would call you a digital evangelist. Am I, am I, am I close, Sandeep? Uh, you're you're right, Mike. Thank you so much. It's digital evangelist because there's so much to learn and there's so much to teach. So you keep teaching and you keep learning, and the more experience you get, you get even better at it. Well, you were actually really compelling with what you were working with NCR when you were on the road. You know, talking about the really big brand stuff and dealing with an audience out there that probably wasn't as big of a brand. And since then, you've really been focusing in on the mid-tier sort of companies, so actually firms that we might work for instead of you know uh, be, be impressed by. How has that gone from being big, big biz, big box stuff down to stuff that real mortals can use? So I worked for a big brand working with bigger brands, trying to help these big brands connect with consumers. And the magic to connection is to make sure that the consumer is interested in the brand. So as I did more and more of this, I realized that I have an opportunity to help consumer brands connect clearly and efficiently with consumers which is I went down, which is why I went down the route of helping smaller to medium-sized businesses with this. And uh, to quote you, Mike, it's rocking and rolling. It's going really well. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Uh, you know, we met we met at conferences and in those audiences out there. 
Um, you hear from people, you get feedback from people. There's a new sense of what's going on at conferences. And I know you're out there all the time at, at, at conferences with different sorts of people in the audience or very homogeneous groups like your what financial services industries and stuff. Would you, would you share some trends or some of your wisdom from what's going on conference-wise, perhaps, in 2014? So I'll, I'll highlight three things that take place at conferences. First of all, the agenda that the curriculum for learning is getting more and more focused, not only on digital, but around ways to integrate digital into the marketing mix. That's number one. The second thing is there is a complete focus on case studies about how people have taken steps to succeed. And with so much software in the cloud, so much data in the cloud, the permutations and combinations are endless, which kind of creates a very interesting theme. But Mike, the third thing that is the best form of learning from these conferences is the ability to interact with your peers to learn from each other, not in the sessions, but just the opportunity to talk to people. And this is kind of like a virtual LinkedIn. You are with people, you talk to people, you exchange ideas. It's networking at its finest, but it's also the best source of learning. I get it. And where, where does that happen? Where do those conversations happen and when at a show? Pick your favorite show and kind of walk us through that, would you? So if you take one of the sh uh, shows I was in recently, probably the best things that take place is outside the conference room, outside the classroom. Uh, as you meet people in the reception, you grab a bite with people, you exchange ideas over meals. Uh, that's where most of this discussion, uh, it takes place. Of course, the home run right after that is if someone locally tells you, hey, why don't you come and visit us at your office? We want to show you what we're doing. We want to learn from what you know and see what we can both learn from each other. You know, you, you hit a really good point. When, when, I'm on, when I'm on tour as well, I stay a couple extra days because you might, you might meet someone at the show. They might... You might say, "Why don't you come by our office?" Can I? I'd like to sh have you introduce introduce you to my team, and they're not here. I'm here instead. What? What? Do you do you add an extra time? You're, of course, you're going you're going from place to place to place. But I'll bet you've had some experiences where you've been kind of tugged in, like you know, what are you doing tomorrow? Right? Right. Absolutely. That that's something that makes sense. I've been pulled from conferences, as you probably have as well, to go out and do a call because it was more important than going to the show. It was a you know a six-figure deal or more. You do big deal stuff. I, I can imagine you're schmoozing at these conferences, really sort of happening a little bit at the lobby bar. Yes, a lot of learning takes place at the lobby bar, but I'll also tell you sometimes some conference speakers make one of the biggest mistakes where they come, they present, and they leave. And when they leave, they miss out on two very unique opportunities. One is an opportunity to listen to the attendees, to see what they want, to see what the needs are. 
And second is to share that expertise that they spoke of on stage one-on-one in response to some of the needs from the conference attendees. And that's the unique opportunity you have, as you describe, in the lobby bar or in other places. As a speaker, we get people thinking, and that thinking process begins in the conference, and they get thinking as they're leaving, and then the next session, they're they're thinking and thinking, and they get to meet you where, you know, I mean, boy, whenever the sessions are all done, everyone goes to one of two places, the restaurant or the lobby bar, and frankly, most people go to both, or, or they eat at the lobby bar, right? Um I remember one of the best things of the conferences we were speaking at was meeting with the other speakers at dinner and that schmoozing and interacting, well, like you would say, with our peers, right? Was that the online marketing summit and the integrated marketing summit, I believe, right? Right. I think we participated at both the online marketing and the integrated marketing summit. But um, you bring up a very good point, Mike. You know so much about LinkedIn. I know email marketing. It gives you and me an opportunity to exchange ideas and ask your peers questions about best practices, which is very hard to get if you just went and sat in a class and you left right after that class was over. Well, the best material isn't taught from the stage. It requires configuration. And from the stage, you kind of have to be a little bit of the least common denominator to your audience. And once you get to know who you're talking to and a little bit more about them, then, Sunday, you dive deeper, don't you? If you go, like, now I know enough about you, I can bring in extra things that I couldn't bring in before because I didn't know enough about you. How do you open up that door? How do you make that process work? I think part, it, it starts with listening, listening to what the consumer's need is and then essentially applying that, your expertise, back to try and answer Uh, the need of what's being required out there. For example, I spend a fair amount of time helping brands find new consumers. Uh, I help brands know more about consumers, and and I keep helping these brands trying to get these consumers to share uh, information about their brand with other consumers. And many times when I speak at a conference, I usually start by telling a story about birds. I have backyard bird feeders in my yard. And I have a garden that is so full of birds. And the reason is because I have the right seed. I know which birds like what. And it's not me throwing seeds at the birds. It's the birds telling other birds. So generally, when I open with a generic story like that about digital media being all about attracting the right type of bird, knowing what that bird wants, and getting other birds to tell their friends the birds to come and eat the seed, that provokes thought amongst people. People realize that you're easy to talk to. They start off the conversation with you, and then you can quickly apply this back to it whether it's banking, whether it's a credit union, whether it's a retailer, or it's a technology company, the principles are fundamental and the same. You do a lot with the financial industry. I hear, not, not, not hear a little, I hear a lot, that there's special considerations that they have to think about, that the social media policies are, are, are coming kind of strict and that there's a, a, a long list of do's and don'ts, more don'ts, 
for folks in the financial business. Can you can you share what you know? Twenty fourteen is telling us about that. So twenty fourteen started off with such a bang as far as privacy regulations are concerned, and I'm not talking about the NSA. Uh, leaks or anything like that. I am talking about what happened in December when more than 80 million consumers in the United States lost their identity to a large breach with a major retailer. And all of a sudden, the ordinary consumer was educated about privacy, the breach, and it opened up a big can of worms about if a brand is on social media and that consumer provides the brand information about themselves, whose responsibility is it to protect that information? It's obviously the brand's. And if the brand cannot provide and protect that information effectively, it creates a big question of liability. Financial institutions have to be very careful how they capture, collect, and use this information to try and drive engagement. Uh, This is big. It's something that's starting, and it's making more and more financial institutions aware of what needs to be done as far as digital media is concerned. Uh, I think the phrase is, if you collect it, you must protect it. Something like that, right? Sandeep? Absolutely. Yep, that's absolutely right. You need to protect it because if you lose that, whose responsibility is it? Uh, You gave that information to the financial institution or to the retailer, and they need to protect that information. Granted, they collect it to personalize your particular experiences, but the onus is back on them, and this is the biggest thing, privacy, security of data, that's going to be a key driver of how our industry is going to move forward over the next couple of years. Yeah, there was a significant loss of trust. I live in Minnesota, so I know the retailer that you're talking about um, very much. And uh, there's there's this concept of progressive profiling that we use in terms of marketing to our clients, we're our, our target market. We want to know a little more and a little more, a little more. Do they pay attention on Mondays and Tuesdays and not Fridays? Whatever that is. And when that data, that personal uh, behavioral data gets in the wrong hands, boy, that could really get, get, get sticky, couldn't it? You know, we're not just talking about numbers. We're talking about what days of the week you do what. And that could get really scary. Wow, Sunday. I think you opened my eyes to something big. Um, would you share with our audience or whatever you like to wrap up here? You know, what's, what's going on with you? How can our audience find out more about you and get more Sandeep Kapoor into their lives? How do they do that? I spend my life teaching, and I've been focused right now. My main focus is where I work with financial institutions and brands. I help brands like that find new consumers and communicate with them effectively. Uh, This entire business of the target data breach, uh, things that took place where data was compromised, I'm working with brands to protect that data. I write an article a week on my blog on email marketing at emailyogi.com. And if you folks read it and give me a thumbs up on that, something that you like, something else that you would like me to cover, 
I would really appreciate that and uh, appreciate whatever good wishes you folks send my way. Thank you so much, Mike. It's been awesome having you on the, on the show here. And, you know, we want to do this again. It's not going to be years next time. It'll Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back. As they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Well, we're back from break, and I am having the best time with my bud, Ian Altman, the co-author of Same Side Selling, GrowMyRevenue.com. GrowMyRevenue.com. That, that really says it all, doesn't it, Ian? Well, I hope so, Mike. Hey, listen, I, I got a question for you. What are you drinking? Uh, green, it's green. <laughs> Mountain Dew, of course. Yahoo, Mountain Dew. What else could you be drinking? That's it. Is uh, there anything else? Coors Light, um, Stella, Heineken. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. the only things I drink in this world. We didn't hear water or anything like that. No milk. 
none of that there. I'm 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 jazzed. I'm I'm jazzed to be talking to you today about your book and about this next section. It's called Finding Your Fit. Yep. Fit. Fit. Fit stands for something, doesn't it? It does. So so fit, focus on the fit stands for finding impact together. And I'm sure in all your years being involved in selling, Mike, you've had situations where clients end up deciding in the end not to go with your competitor, but instead they stay with the status quo and they end up making a decision to do absolutely nothing. Have you seen that? The do-nothing alternative. Yep. Yeah, the do-nothing alternative, which is the most comfortable alternative for any organization to do, any individual, any company, even if they're not crazy about the vendor they're working with or the current solution they have. It's easy for them to do that. And there's a formula that we put into the book and finding impact together on how to uncover what really drives those, those decisions. What it comes down to is this, is that we need to focus on the impact associated with the client doing nothing. So what happens if they don't actually solve this problem? Is that important enough for, for them to actually warrant an investment or change? And then what we're selling has to be focusing on the results that we're delivering, not the resources that we're providing. Okay, so you're selling, you're selling something that's a picture you have to draw, isn't it? Don't you have to paint this picture and then put them in it? You know, that's, that's, you know, that's great insight, Mike. That's, that's, that's exactly where you're going. So the idea is that, for example, no one hires a lawyer because they want their, they were pining at home saying, man, if I can only get 26 hours of legal, uh, you know, billing, that's what I'm looking for. That's not what, that's not what anybody wants. They've got a, they've got an issue in their business or an issue in their personal life that they want to solve. And so no one wants to buy someone's hours. What they want is results. So, for example, the person engaging a lawyer is trying to solve a legal matter or avoid risk. The person who's engaging the IT outsource vendor isn't buying X hours of support. What they really want is their systems to be up so that their other employees aren't frustrated and prevented from doing their work because their systems aren't working. Yeah, the best maintenance agreement is one you never have to use, right? Absolutely. And and so too often people are selling based on their own perspective rather than the buyer or customer's perspective, and it just pisses off the customer. And instead what we need to do is say, look, let's say six months out, 18 months out, how will you and I measure the success of this project? How will we know whether or not this was worthwhile? And then the customer starts talking about their vision of what life's going to be like afterwards you happen to be in the room, they associate you with that utopian view, and it makes life a lot easier. Utopian view, I'll tell you, that's the, that's the ending point there. The utopian view. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll never lift that one down. That's a trademark for you there. Uh, well, that, that wraps us up here. Uh, we're on webmasterradio.fm, and we're coming up really soon on iHeartRadio. The real rockers are going to be getting this show in. Real rockers listening to you. Rockers. Cool, man. Fucking business, too. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ian. Hey, uh, join us for more of these wonderful episodes. Lori Ruff and I love bringing you Rock the World with LinkedIn here on webmasterradio.fm.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.